everybody, before the podcast gets started, I want to make a quick announcement. Right after we recorded this podcast, we found out that Maui is in a state of emergency. Fire has really devastated the island and thankfully our friends are safe, but the situation is still very serious and help is needed. So if you've been following the news, you might be aware of how serious the situation is. If you'd like to contribute and make a real difference, we're going to gather some links and resources where you can donate at graceandgiggles.co slash donate. We'll also be sure to link it wherever we can. Our friends who are there are actively working to help give relief. So we're going to try to curate all the resources that we trust. And if you feel moved to donate, please do, because every little bit will help. Thank you. Hi, I'm Emmy. And too, welcome to Grace, Giggles, and Growing Pains by Mommy and May Daddy, Jen and Brandon Rogers. Welcome to the podcast. We have a special one today, mm. which doesn't seem to be about parenting, but I think it is because it, it ultimately led us here. So there was a comment that was left on mm-hmm. our video. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was last week's podcast think, on YouTube. Uh-huh. No, it was, I think it was two videos ago. Two video, videos ago, yeah. And I actually wanted to read it, but both of our phones are being used right now to record, so we don't have it in front of us. But what was the gist of it? Do you remember? It was, please introduce us to who you are now and who you were yeah. then, mm-hmm. and what happened since we left Korea. Yeah. And then another question was, why did we move from Maui to Texas? Yeah. Right. And I think what's so beautiful is she said something really nice about something about like a like, pages torn out of a good book. Yeah. And the timing just seemed right. I mean, we've been posting a few videos on, on the YouTube channel now with no warning to anybody that may have been interested in, I think Tina is her name. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And because it was asked for and because, you know, we're really just doing this thing because we're enjoying it. I think it's worth the explanation. So... Yeah, it's, it's good timing overall, and it's a big subject because it's how many years? We left Korea in 2017. And it's, it's 2023, 20, so that's like six years. Six years. And we posted a little when we were in Maui. Yeah. But it was not anything that we... So, like, I guess big picture up front is we posted way less. We lost more subscribers. We try, But it doesn't mean we weren't trying stuff, right? So... Let me, let me back up a little bit. We were in Maui. Or, so we were in Korea. Korea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was working at Reebok at the time. Mm-hmm. And you were at home and you were doing this as a hobby. I was teaching. Yeah, I was teaching part-time. That's right. And I was doing YouTube as a hobby. Yeah. 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 And it was pretty cool to watch you do that because you were just working a lot, just naturally, mm-hmm. trying a bunch of things, posting all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I was doing like five videos a week at one point. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, it wasn't work. Yeah, Yeah. which is the crazy part is it it wasn't work. But I think what was really awesome about it is that it was really meaningful. I don't know if that's the right word, but just the connections that was being made through Mm. YouTube was really Mm -hmm. powerful. I mean, I was growing through your growth through it, Mm -hmm. and you you brought me along as a, I don't know, a guest Mm -hmm. on some of your segments and all that stuff, and. I just remember the responses being overwhelming. And then whenever we do meetups, the people we would meet would the be The meetups so, were pretty crazy. They were unbelievable. Like the people we'd meet and just the stories that share and how, yeah. how much just us living life and kind of trying to share it was so, I guess, a blessing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd add to that? Yeah. I mean, we made legit friends. 
Legit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, not even just like, oh, I mean, it was really nice to do the meetups and get to see these people face to face and Mm -hmm. connect on that day. But yeah, I felt like I made genuine friendships Mm -hmm. outside of it. And I was lucky enough to be pregnant at the same time as two of them, three of them. And yeah, it's it was really cool. It's like, for example, my love for journaling. I don't know anyone in my real life that shares that same passion. Or if I were to list off certain journals I'm really into, no one in my real life would know what that is. But these friendships that I made from YouTube, it's like they were right there with me. And we wouldn't have met geographically. It didn't make sense. Yeah, we never lived in the same state, country even, you know, so that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny because people still complain about like, oh, when people aren't good neighbors anymore. And to a degree, I think that's true. But mm-hmm. the, the internet is such a beautiful thing where mm-hmm. it's it's hard to find people that are like you or that share your interests mm-hmm. next door. I mean, mm-hmm. they could be, I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that. But mm-hmm. I think the internet is a beautiful thing. And actually, that's a good segue to why we moved to Maui. Because mm-hmm. I was in, <clears throat> when I was working at Reebok, I was starting to become a little disenchanted, let's mm-hmm. just say. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, while I was there, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just seeing all the things I believed in was really taken off but then there was a period of time when it just stopped I mean the leadership was going in different directions and I just the brand heat was going down our my my mentor at the time and now my best friend basically and brother he moved to China mm-hmm. so there was a lot of things where I was like oh what am I I need to move on there's something that is not pulling me to or not keeping me here mm-hmm. also just to pause I feel like people are often confused they think that used to work for CrossFit or that you were a trainer. Yeah. But Brandon was doing sports marketing for Reebok, just for some context. Yeah, I, yeah. I did share that a little earlier. But oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oops, okay. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I was at Reebok doing a lot of Spartan Race and CrossFit stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was having this existential crisis. We actually ended up going to Maui to vacation because, you know, we got married in Hawaii, or on Oahu, on, on Honolulu. We honeymooned, honeymooned in Kauai. Yes, thank you. We honeymooned in Kauai. And I'd never been to Maui. Even growing up, I'd been to Kauai and stuff. So we wanted to check it out, and it was amazing. And we were both in the ocean, and I'm going to try to tell this quick story because we've told it a bunch of times. But in the ocean, I looked on the island, and I was like, man, why couldn't we live a life like this? And and with everything I was learning about the time, about the internet, right? Mm -hmm. Like you had this YouTube thing going, and the connections were amazing, and everything I was hearing from these really well-respected tech futurists or prognosticators or whatever you call them, they were saying that the future of job security, especially with automation and now AI, (laughs) had to bring that up, of course, (laughs) is that these connections are what's going to be human and it's what's Mm going to be job security in a sense. So I looked and I was like, you know what, maybe there's a path here. Mm-hmm. People are being rewarded all the time for living this kind of lifestyle that is enviable or desirable or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You get to escape the grind of the, the work, mm-hmm. which I really felt at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I leaned over and I was like, hey, what do you say about living someplace like this? And you responded with, get out of my brain. Something like that. Because I was <laughs> no, having the that. same thought and I'm like, oh, you know, you and I aren't risk takers. Man, I would love to live here. I love the the pace of Maui. Growing up in New York and then living in Seoul, everything is just so fast and there's so many people. And even Oahu, I feel like, is a little bit... There's too many people for my liking. But on Maui, it was the perfect middle ground of yeah. like Kauai and Oahu. And it just felt like I was so at peace that whole vacation. And I was with my sister and her now husband, but they were just dating back then. And everything was so... Like, this is what I wanted. 
But I also knew that we're not risk takers. Like, what would we do here? I didn't ever think YouTube would become like a job or I didn't think of it as like a means of our livelihood or whatever. And yeah, I almost didn't even bring it up to you because it didn't seem like something that we would actually action. Yeah. So I remember thinking like, oh, I would love to live here and not, oh, I want to retire here one day, but like, I want to live here now. Yeah. <laughs> and then so when you looked over at me and you said that, I, I was really confused because I was like, was I just thinking out, was I thinking out loud or did I actually say that I wanted to live here? Because it was so crazy that the timing of you saying that was mm-hmm. when I was having that exact thought. Yeah. 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 So to keep making this long story shorter, we had that moment and then within that week we had probably seven other moments like the most random moments i mean the trailer from moana came out came out yeah and then i saw this post and it was oh i saw this turtle anyway very specific yeah we're Uh, not like signs people i've seen i've said this before in other videos where we're not like oh let's look for signs like we we're not really yeah so like it was that. more so the the quantity and specificity of the signs mm-hmm. where we're like okay god let's consider it and so we kept considering it praying about it and then eventually got to the point where my best friend chad <laughs> and my mentor at the time we visited them in china and he's like you should do it it's a great idea yeah so we decided to do it and we basically took the next yearish yeah to transition and we moved to maui Mm-hmm. And we had all these grand ideas. We had the year to think about it. And we're like, okay, well, what should we do? This is a job now, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is yeah. part of the problem. Probably looking back, well, we gotta, we got this has to support our livelihood. You know, what could we do that's a value that could be done in exchange for money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, already just thinking about it. I know your bottle is clenching. <laughs> energy level is just dropping yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> So that's a little preview of all the suffering we went through while we were there for three years. But it was still valuable because what we did was we were like, okay, we really took a good inventory of what what is it is resonating with people? What are you good at? What do you care about? And I think in constantly mulling over this, people are commenting that she seems like a big sister or she's got this calming, soothing presence and just feels like this heart of love that, I don't know, these are my words, but that... Just people felt that, right? I mean, there was even some tears at a meetup where they really wished you were a family, mm. <laughs> right? So there's this bond that people feel with you. And we're like, oh, what? I mean, we have also heard that you feel like a counselor mm-hmm. in a way. Oh, yeah, I've heard that from a lot. Of, or yeah. you should go into counseling or yeah. you should be a teacher. Yeah. I mean, that was... Yeah, so it's all kind that of... That was my life goal before this whole YouTube thing anyway. Like, I, yeah. I wanted to... I always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. So we're like, oh, this is great. I see a lot of people do it online. Let's let's go that direction. So we went to Maui. But I guess what's, now that I'm thinking about it, it's not even just that. We're like, okay, well, let's make sure we also make it look mm. epic because we're in Maui. You know, mm-hmm. we're tr- we took like six months to travel to get there or something like that. Oh, right? yeah. We went to, so when we left Korea, we were uh-huh. traveling Southeast Asia yeah. and visiting friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we were like trying to be travel vloggers. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so like, travel slash food slash. Uh, like, I mean, like. All the equipment we hauled around with us. It did nothing with it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's funny. It was just the immaturity we had back then about, yeah. like, what's that quote? They say, you overestimate what can be done in a year and underestimate what can be done in 10 years. That's human nature. Mm. And that definitely. Does that apply? If you overestimate what can be done in a year i don't know 
And under us, yes, no, that's exactly right. Okay. Yes, because yeah, we 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 went in thinking oh, we're going to do everything and it's going to be amazing, and then it's like should we vlog every day, like every new place we're visiting, and on top of that, are we sharing these big life lessons? And it was just so overwhelming because yeah, yeah. we didn't have one direction, right? We just wanted yeah. to do so much, but yeah. didn't know where to start. Yeah. And I think the irony in all this is that <laughs> eventually, what we did is we set up this company, which we still have, and I'm doing other things with it, but it's called Above the Waves. Mm-hmm because it's a line from one of the songs that helped us to make this decision, which is called Oceans. But essentially, it's a little nod to the story of Peter stepping off the boat to walk on water. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's the middle of a storm. Jesus meets them on the water and is like, hey, don't be afraid. And then Peter, in this terrifying situation, is like, hey, if it's you, let me get on the water with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then he walks on water, which is amazing. And then he starts to look at the chaos around him and starts to sink. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That's literally that. That's literally our story. Yeah, we went. We went in thinking like, yeah, we're gonna walk on water. We're gonna focus on Jesus. Like, I'm gonna learn how things. to surf and learn how not to drown. <laughs> but boy, did we get beat up over yeah. there? Yeah, huh? I mean, it was three months of chaos. We were three okay, years. Three, three years. Sorry, three years of chaos. So we were there, going through hell in paradise. Yeah, that was the beauty of it all. I think. So Jen absolutely got burnt out. Yes. Because there was too much chaos yeah. in so many different ways. That's, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Whether it's worries about money or how we can grow the channel or what we're supposed to do. Or like, like how, am I, how am I trying to help people when I have so many issues yes, myself? And exactly. I, had this, I had this belief that I needed to get everything, like all my ducks in order before I could help anyone. But exactly. like, yeah, it's like I barely knew how to swim, but yeah. I wanted to help everyone from drowning, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh. So that was a very tough time, and we, I think Jen still gets triggered about it. Yeah, seriously. Like, you could probably tell from the energy in this video. I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. I really don't want to talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah. this. But it's good. It's, it, it's time. Yeah. But for sure, yeah, I get very triggered. I would get triggered even when really kind people would DM me and be like, oh, are you coming back to YouTube? When are you coming yeah. back? I'm like, do not, do not bring up that word to me. Yeah. I mean, of course, I don't say this, but yeah. just to kind of give you a feel for how it's been for me it's yeah it's tough i mean it really it was an undoing for us she's up early right yeah yeah that's our daughter she's we're hoping she slept a little longer but we'll see she might go back to sleep she might anyway yeah and that's the funny thing is it's not like we didn't learn things and it's not like you didn't help people but there was too much chaos and I think that's a part of the learning. I mean, that's while it's easy to look back and feel like a fail failure because it was a lot of suffering. I love that we came back to the story of Peter because I mean, Peter did fall. And if you look at his life, he ultimately betrayed Jesus mm. saying he would never abandon him. And Jesus met his eyes the third time. He was like, I don't know this man. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's beautiful in a sense because we got beat up and we're still kind of getting beat up. We shared the story about Izzy this past year. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's been a lot of getting beat up, <laughs> which is funny, but you know, we're still having struggles. You know, it's not easy to jump back into the job market after being away for a while and... I, 
But still, mm-hmm. what's beautiful is that in Maui, and this is significant because we we were trying for five years. To get pregnant in Korea. Exactly. Yeah. And if we were pregnant, we wouldn't have done something like that. Yeah, we wouldn't have moved. We, you probably wouldn't have left your exactly. cush job. Yeah. So in the midst of the struggle, we decided to still get serious and have a baby because the clock's ticking. We're not getting any younger and we want kids. Yeah. And we finally did have a kid. I got pregnant four times oh, in Maui. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. So I had a miscarriage and then I had Emmy and then a miscarriage and then Izzy. But Izzy happened real quick. and That's right. Yeah, I'm like, <gasps> Yeah. But I mean, this, this is not like a dramatic miscarriage. It was oh, yeah, yeah. first month. Yeah. Yeah. So when we had Emmy, it was COVID time. So it was almost kind of an excuse to not keep churning water. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we had this beautiful almost year of just being able to spend time with family because I was doing some stuff like helping out with the CrossFit businesses that the business I was a part of and trying to do digital marketing things for other businesses. But And we were still regularly uploading because we were, you know, because of COVID, like a lot of things were shut down and some of these beaches and resorts we'd go to, there'd be nobody there. Uh, so you and I would set up and we would vlog. Oh, that's know? right. Yeah, that's like right. leading up to it. Yeah. yeah. So we were still producing content yeah. up until we had yeah. Emmy. Yeah. Yeah, still kind of a scattershot approach to it. Yeah. But yeah, we, we, I guess I forgot about that. Yeah. So there's some of that maybe on there. I don't know. I think so. Okay. But we did have a, a wonderful pregnancy. It was like a magic pregnancy for you. Mm. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. It was very relaxing. Yeah. I didn't have random people coming up trying to rub my belly. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, right. it was like the perfect excuse to just cocoon and be at home. Yeah like not too many social engagements and yeah just being able to go to beaches and beautiful places and not it not be crowded with people it was Mm -hmm. very it was like a year-long baby moon almost right that's right yeah yeah it was so good yeah Yeah, so then we had emmy and it took us a little while but we started to get a little stir crazy there because even though it was wonderful to have that extra separation for a time and enjoy that little oasis after time it wasn't really momentum being built up in any specific direction we did have some close friends there but mm, i mean to that too i think yeah. all of our close friends we we made at the gym yes and then there was a period of time That's where right. we weren't allowed to go to the gym anymore yeah and also i was a little bit paranoid too about catching covid pregnant or if brandon caught covid like he would he wouldn't be allowed to be in the hospital with yeah. me and the thought of me delivering by myself without you so i was very very careful about hmm. isolating myself yeah 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 well i mean but it did eventually get to the point where it's like what, what is with the madness right now but mm-hmm. like the two weeks to to stopped the curve or something like that ended up yeah. turning into like three years or something and i think we were this is 2020 she was born august mm-hmm. and we probably left when did we leave? december 2021 yeah so this was like when did when did we leave she was like over a year old right yeah she was like about yeah. like 15 months or something yeah so it was a year and it was still weird and hard mm-hmm. and for me connection with people mm-hmm. drives momentum in all things mm-hmm. so it just got to the point where i couldn't i don't i couldn't personally sustain it mm-hmm. and i think you were also pretty much ready mm-hmm. yeah I, I wanted to die on maui i would not even consider leaving remember 
And then when you were like, I forget all these things. Oh yeah. my gosh. I was like, babe, I want to die and I want to be cremated and I want you to scatter me in the mount in the oceans on Maui. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't feel this disconnection as much mm. as Brandon did because mm. I have no problem staying home. I like being home, but things were a little bit different after having Emmy too, you know? Yeah. Oh, another big thing was like, we never found a church that we felt like we could call home on Maui, even though we tried several. Yeah. So that was a big one. So apart from the close friends that we had, we didn't have this community that we wanted. Yeah. Right? yeah. Family too. Everyone yeah. was so far, even though we lived on Maui, it was like so hard to get anyone to come visit us because it yeah. was so far yeah. and expensive and whatever. So we definitely felt that itch mm -hmm. to, to find our people, mm -hmm. more people. And I remember, even though I said I would never want to leave Maui if we had to, what are some places we would consider? Mm -hmm. And we were only able to come up with two, which was Texas and Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I'd never been to either state. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you kind of grew up a little bit in Texas because your dad was in the military I when did, you were young. I was so young, I, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Brandon's been to Texas. And so we were thinking about that. And then we just happened to get on a FaceTime call with my brother during that time, remember? Mm -hmm. And my brother and I, like, we don't keep in touch regularly or anything, but I remember I tried to call him and he was like, oh, let me call you back, I'm at the airport. And so when we finally did connect, I was like, oh, what were you doing at the airport? And he was like, oh, Amy and I just came back from Texas because we were on a scouting trip to go look for homes. And we're like, whoa, Aust Austin was where they were. And we're mm -hmm. like, oh, should we consider Austin? And around that time too, you were like, oh, there's a lot of people moving over there. The big tech companies and the people that you were interested in, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so we started thinking about it. And mm -hmm. after this FaceTime call, we're like, let's go to Austin. Yeah. yeah. It was simple as that. Yeah, it was as simple as that. And then we started preparing for it. And what's funny is we beat my brother and his wife. They purchased a home here, but we ended up getting here before them. Yeah. So we got here last June. Yeah. And they arrived two months later. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of their delay was they bought a new build. A new so build. they had to wait till it was done. Yeah. But yeah, we decided to leave and we did. I think we decided and we probably left a few months later. And mm -hmm. we probably didn't leave as early as we could have because my parents actually had planned a trip. That's right. They were going to come to Maui for and stay with us the last month we were on yeah. Maui. Yeah. So it was great because... First of all, it was nice to have family there. They'd never visited mm -hmm. and to enjoy that last month. My parents bankrolling a lot of it because, <laughs> you know, anyway. And uh, the most amazing thing was that packing. My mom was a rock star in helping us to move. Mm -hmm. If she wasn't there, because we were still, I mean. I mean, Brandon, you already mentioned that I'm a terrible packer. Yeah, so. I know that. But I mean, even it was it, it was my mom packing, but also our friends. Oh my gosh. Can you remember? Gosh. Like, do you remember? We were, <laughs> we thought we were mostly there, but the day of that we had to leave, there was still so much to do. There was so much to do. And we had so many of our wonderful friends come and rally around us. Like we had one come over, Jayla came over with her daughter. So they were just playing with Emmy. Yeah. And then we had Mike and his family. They were just clearing out the fridge, like throwing stuff out, like deciding right. what to take. Taking stuff, yeah. And then Jim coming in like, you know, with his muscles, like picking up the air conditioners yeah. and like loading whatever we couldn't sell, like yeah. big ticket items. Yeah. He was going to take to his house and take care of them for us. And then Scott too. Was yeah. Packing like, our stuff and cleaning things up. Oh my God. Like if we, and then Scott drove us to the airport. Uh-huh. That's right. 
And if they were not there, I don't know how we would have. We would have missed our flight. We would have missed our flight. Or we would have left a bunch of stuff. Well, we couldn't oh. have left it in there because we had to get everything out. Yeah. And oh, and then remember Jayla too. I left the keys with her and she was like, don't worry. After you leave, I'll do a once over. Yes. So even after we left, we had someone there that yeah. was going to check to make sure that we had everything. And I just got chills just thinking yeah. about that last day and yeah. how emotional yeah. it was. Yeah, so we, we still had great from, we have great friends from there and we miss them and so Yeah, and we really that. miss them. But the plan in moving to Austin was to actually you were pregnant with Izzy at the time. That's right. I was maybe like I was still in my first trimester. Mm. Oh, cuz I just remember everything making me feel nauseous. Yeah. And we decided to stop off in New York and have the baby in New York so that you can be around your mom. Well, initially that wasn't the plan. Oh. We were like we're going to go to New York cuz we packed up and we don't have a place in Austin yet. Mm. But before just going straight to Austin, I wanted to see my family. Yes. So we, my parents graciously let us stay with them. So it was me, Emmy, Brandon, and my parents in their one-bedroom apartment in New York. And we didn't know how long we'd be there. So we were there for like two weeks. And then we went to Maryland for two weeks to see mm-hmm. Chad and Gail and the kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we came back and... My desire was always, if we could, I was, I would love to stay in New York and have Izzy. And Izzy was due in May, May 2022, yeah. so that I could have my mom and my sister there. And that was up in the air. We're thinking like, man, should we just rent a place in New York for a while? Should we just lease an apartment for a year? All of that was up in the air. Yeah. We just kept talking about it. And then we okay. finally made the decision yeah. to have the baby in May. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up staying at my parents until April. So we were at their place for four months. And then in April, Brendan got a, a remote job and we moved out to an Airbnb for two weeks because we wanted to have our own space once the baby came. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah. And it was as gracious as your parents were. It was kind of wearing on everybody. The sure. close proximity. Yeah. yeah, of course. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, tiny Airbnb, but the location was awesome. We had Izzy and it was, that was the beginning of the oh, end. And then Jessica... Like my best friend Jessica wasn't too far and she would just come and yes. take Emmy to go yeah. play. And she yeah. had a lot of the baby stuff that she, you know, gave to me to have for Izzy. It was just, it was, so, it was magical in a lot of ways, even though it yeah. was really hard. It was really hard. Yeah. yeah. So. You said that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, it was the beginning <laughs> of the end. I mean, Izzy, I mean, even the pregnancy was, was difficult. It was very tough. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first pregnancy, part of the reason it was magical is because we were, alone it was just us you can rest whenever you wanted to and stuff but with kids it's just not that way yeah so i don't know yeah i don't know how we would have survived if we didn't have the help that's right right because you were miserable yeah and emmy was being a kid yeah a a less than two-year-old yeah seriously i was thinking i mean i worked out for both pregnancies yeah and if my mom wasn't around to play with emmy i don't know how you and i would have gone to work out together Yeah, yeah yeah So we got to go to CrossFit like every other morning. Yeah. It was great. And then. I think that just brings us to Austin, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then, okay. And then we were back and forth between mm-hmm. should we just get an apartment here and stay for the first year and get the and have the help and mm-hmm. have people around us, family around us, or do we just go to Austin? Mm-hmm. And you were really pushing for us to just go to Austin. Yeah, New York, I, as, as great as it was to have your family and friends and stuff, I don't like New York. Yeah, I know. I mean, we were trying to look at a place to stay for a year, and just to have a washer and dryer, which is kind so of like a, a must for you. It's, it's, yes, yes. I'm not going to laundromat yeah. with like children's clothing that need to be washed almost daily. Yeah, and, 
you're looking to pay like thirty four hundred dollars a month, and it's like a rundown apartment. It's yeah. not even well a at new that place. point. It's probably decent. We didn't even get to see those, but we were looking at something that was outside of our budget, but well below that. Yeah. And yeah, they were not great. Mm-hmm. It was tiny. Parking wasn't even guaranteed, really, in a lot of these places. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you New Yorkers, I applaud you for living that kind of life, but it's just not for me. And just overall, I just it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, you agreed to move. Yeah, and I was nervous too because I was what like a month and a half postpartum, yeah. and to just think about moving and settling in a brand new place where we don't know. Okay, outside of one college friend of yours. Yeah. Okay, a few college friends of yours. We didn't have anyone close here. And to think of me trying to recover and rest and raise these two children was mm-hmm. very scary to me. But I was like, okay, let's just go. Yeah. Let's just, we'll go and figure it out like we have been. Yeah. So Izzy was a month and a half when yeah. we got here. Yeah. And my mom came to the rescue again, kind of met us here shortly after we right. arrived and helped us to helped unpack. Us unpack. And it was great until, okay, it wasn't great because the challenge we were having with Izzy is that, oh boy, you know, most people experience this with their second child is that they're much more temperamental. I mean, even the friends we just met this past Sunday, they have two daughters, similar age to ours. And basically they were saying that the second one had colic and for Mm -hmm. nine months would just scream Mm -hmm. nonstop. Mm -hmm. And it was... I don't know how bad Izzy was relative to other people, but we were definitely at wit's end. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and and it's so funny. (laughs) I don't know, mom, if you're listening to this, I'm not throwing you under the bus here, but it's so funny. My mom's so confident, and then she's like, oh, let me sleep with Izzy, and she ended up not sleeping much that night as well. (laughs) Yeah, we get to a point where Izzy needed to be bounced, and not just like a gentle bounce, but like knee-deep bouncing I would be sweating and then I would be like, okay, it's your turn. And then yeah. Brandon would have to take over. And the second we would put her down, yeah. she would wake up and just start screaming. Yeah. So unless she was literally next to me, like sleeping on my boob, mm. she's not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> it was miserable. God. Yeah. So she was already a very difficult baby to begin with. And then, and then the bacterial meningitis thing. And then not even two months after we got here. Mm. Um, she almost died. Which, you know, we won't go into that story because I just recapped it. And oh, it's, yes. Yeah. Sure. And I think now is a good chance or a good time to introduce our new website, mm. graceandgiggles.co. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen that in us posting it all over our socials, graceandgiggles.co, it's the one article that I have recapping our one year of, of battling through that because it was a harrowing journey. Mm. <laughs> Lots of twists and turns. Mm. And... We're just so thankful for her because she's so cute now. She's so cute. Yeah, so difficult still, but so cute. And she's enjoying life. And is, She's a really happy, yeah, happy child. She's a happy baby. Yeah. Considering all of the, what happened, it's amazing. Like I look at her, I'm like, did you really go through what you went through? Because yeah. in so many ways, it looks like nothing's wrong with her, even mm-hmm. though... She suffered the brain injury and stuff. And the way that you look at her and the way that she understands what you're saying. And Izzy has always had this, I mean, especially with you, like she's had this 
look in her eyes, right? Like when you looked into Izzy's eyes, it's like you're peering into her soul. Mm. And even when Izzy got sick, right before she went downhill with the seizures, Brandon and Izzy had this moment. And thank God I had it on video. But you were looking into her eyes and she was, that's when her breathing started really laboring and you were telling her, hey, we're here. Like no matter what happens, Jesus loves you. And no matter what happens, and even if you can't express yourself right now, he knows what you're feeling and he mm-hmm. has you. And you were saying all these things and she was so locked into your eyes yeah. and she was really tracking you when yeah. she was barely even looking at me. Yeah, and up until that point, she was pretty much incoherent God. or just suffering through whatever yeah. she was suffering through, yeah. And the song that we were playing while she was going downhill, that was the same song that was on repeat for like 10 hours because I wanted to push Izzy out to the song. And it's such a beautiful song. It's called So Will I. And there's two versions. They're both from Hillsong. But one of them, like a dude singing it, don't listen to that one. You gotta listen to the other one. With Taya or something. We'll link it in the YouTube comment. So that song. Anyway, I'm telling the story because two nights ago, I was bathing Izzy. And Mm -hmm. usually I have like a little bath time playlist for her, which is like all of her fun kid songs. Mm -hmm. But that day, I just really wanted to listen to that song. So I had that song on repeat while I was bathing Izzy. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking at her and she was just looking up at me. And I was just sobbing into her face. Like I was bent over holding her face because she was just so happy. And then at first when she saw me start to cry, she was like kind of not giggling, but she was like smiling and making sounds because it was a different face, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of anticipating what you might do. Yeah, what I might do. Exactly. Because she thinks I'm the funniest person. She's so She thinks I'm so funny. So I think she's like, ooh, you know, this is new. Yeah. But then I just could not hold it. It's almost like all the stuff that I had pent up. Like I was just looking down at her like, it looks like nothing happened to you. You're so pure and so happy. And I was like, like, (laughs) I was like washing her hair, but like crying on it. Like there was like snot coming out. It was just Mm. this whole emotional thing. And I just couldn't get out of that bath. Mm. And I was just crying on her. And listening to that song, why am I telling the story? Um, I don't know why I'm telling the story, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's something in that where <clears throat> just to kind of sum up the past six years, we've lived in a ton of chaos. <sighs> and in, in this recap that I wrote, mm. I called Izzy the champion of chaos because it was a lot of chaos that happened to her, and she actually causes a lot of chaos herself. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think that's why I got there, because I was just thinking, like, you look at her, and she's so happy, yeah. Yeah. and you would not think that all of these terrible things happened to her. Yeah. And she's so resilient, and I'm just so inspired by her. Yeah. yeah. And it's not necessarily even because of what she... It's just who she is. It's just who God created her to be. It's so pure, right? She's not trying to impress us. She's not trying to show us how strong she is. And yet I look at her and like every day, I mean, it's it's cheesy as it could sound. It's like she's a living miracle, (laughs) like really, truly. Mm. And I think I got so worked up while I was bathing her because I saw that. When I was looking into her eyes, when I was bathing her yeah. two nights ago, and I was just listening to the music and brought me right back into that hospital room mm. and what it took to bring her into this world and, mm. and to see her in front of me and the fact that she was she's alive. Yeah. I'll never get over that. Yeah. Anyway. I would imagine that that's, 
how God looks at you too, you know? That's the other thing too, yeah. where I'm like, what even is that? Like, I can't make sense of it. Yeah. Like, how can he look at me the way that I look at Izzy? Mm. And I think I love Izzy so much, but I can't imagine a perfect version of that love right because mm-hmm. as much as i love izzy and i think she's so cute a lot of times i'm just like i need it to be 7 30 i need to get rid of you i need to put you in your crib <laughs> i need you off me i don't want anyone touching me and and yeah this unconditional love that's readily available yeah. Yeah. and someone desiring me and wanting me i'm i don't i still don't understand yeah it's a tough one i mean it has been a tough six years and I'd like to think, no, I know, you know, we've been through our own chaos, obviously the Izzy stuff, but stepping out in faith, floundering, we had our own setbacks and beat ups and so many. we are, we have some battle wounds for sure, but God, I mean, to imagine that God is not even imagine to know that he's really proud of us for stepping off that boat, you know? Mm-hmm. And when he picks up Peter, he's like, why do you doubt? <laughs> I see why. Cause, oh, there's always love. There's always joy. And well, on paper, it's hard to boast about you know, where we're at. I'm really proud of us too. I mean, like when I think about you, you're, you know, you had a different future, right? You, you could have married more securely in terms of wealth and finances or whatever. But I think you were attracted to me because of, because of your journal, because of my journal. (laughs) Yeah. Because what whatever God did in me is what you were drawn to. Yeah. I think he loves that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like even the way that I parent, maybe not the wisest way to spend money right now as we're still trying to figure things out. I see the joy that Emmy has in, in art right now, right? Yeah. And I just, much like you've done for me, I just want to support. Yeah everything for her so right now she wants to she's obsessed with stencils i'm like i want to get you all the stencils and i want to get you the best crayons like we're not using crayola we're not using construction paper i need the best paper i need the best supplies for you because i just want to just enhance your your curiosity for this and just to provide you all the tools and as i'm doing that i was just thinking about even when we were in korea and i was just starting out with youtube like I remember I was editing on my tiny little MacBook Air and I would upload one video and my computer would run out of storage and the screen was small and you didn't like my posture. So you got me this new desk setup, and then you just surprised me with a MacBook Pro. And like, I just remember I had no idea you were doing that, but I opened the door and this MacBook showed up and I was really confused. And when I talked to you about it, you were just like, this is nothing. I just want to help you excel. Like, this is just a tool in what what you can do. And I just remember being so floored by that. 
And you've always been that way with me. Whenever you see me get excited about something, even wanting to review makeup, you're like, you know, just think of this as like a college tuition. You would pay money for education, right? So let's set a budget and go buy all the things you want and just review it and just mm -hmm. treat it as an experiment. And you oh, have always had this abundant mindset to be so supportive. And I know that you taught me that. I think I already kind of had it, but I would have probably been much more reserved and not wanting to waste money. And I'm still that way. But I think the abundance that you showed me, it's so much easier for me to extend that to Emmy. And I just want to watch her flourish. Yeah. So anyway, to your yeah. point. And I think, I think what we've come across in this journey is a different kind of abundance. Because right? initially we're like, oh yeah, internet business, abundance and money and we'll be fine. And we'll be able to live this lifestyle that we want. And none of that happened. And I think that was a good thing, right? Because when I look back, I think my main motivation was to build my own kingdom. Mm. And along the way, if there's anything I've learned, it's what is of real value and worth. And of course, there's still so much to learn, but about this idea of building your barn, like in the Bible says, just, just accumulating and having our safety placed in, in just possessions, right? Or status. Now, even now, we're definitely sitting in some environments where abundance in terms of stuff or experiences is not an issue with some people but there are we wouldn't trade the connection right the connection with people and the spirit for any of that mm -hmm. there's a lot more to uncover in that so i won't really dive into it but to answer the question of who we were and who we are now <laughs> we're more mature we've been through some stuff mm -hmm. and I think we have a better understanding of what's important mm -hmm. in life. So I think that's what we want to share here. I think that, you know, we gave our YouTube channel a facelift and it's no longer about Jen. And it's makeup, and even makeup. though. We're going to cover that. <laughs> yeah, we were. Gonna... No, I was going to say, I think after mom life too, I mean, this is kind of a tangent. I feel mm -hmm. like after mom life, I like have zero. Okay. I have very little interest in trying out a bunch of beauty products. Mm -hmm. I just need some stuff that's cleanly formulated that works and I can put on quickly. And I do want to share eventually leading a busy lifestyle or whatever, being a stay at home mom of two kids. Like I, what are those things that I feel like are worth the time and investment? So I would love to eventually be able to share that. Yeah. I know people have asked me for like baby recommendations or toddler stuff. And those are all things that still excite me. Yeah. So I think there's still an element of the things that we will share that we still very much care about, like organization, yeah. intentional living, yeah, exactly. So that, that was the point I was going to try to make is that while parenting is the topic mm -hmm. because it is a central component of our lives, it doesn't change who we are, what we like. You know, if anything, it's another part of life that mm -hmm. continues to shed the things that just don't matter all that much, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, while you had the bandwidth to experiment with the makeup and stuff, now you have different focus and priorities, but you're still you. I mean, people, whatever people enjoyed from you about, I mean, people love your product recommendations because you're so thoroughly well-researched. You have a very good reason why you like them and it's, you know, you, you do it tastefully. So that's, that's going to still be the case. You know, you sharing the things that you love, mm -hmm. the things that we're grateful for, hashtag gratitude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, there's some people that like dating my husband. I don't know exactly. I mean, I think part of it's because we were in Korea exploring, but right. part of it is they liked us interacting, which we're doing plenty of here. Mm -hmm. 
And while you're not dancing, you're still dancing with fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> literally, all the time. Fear and control, I would say. Because mm-hmm. that's it's like the flip side to that same coin. Yeah. So it's different, but the same. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that we got to give the people that are like, where did you, where have you gone and what are you doing back? Yeah. You know? What are you doing in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Why? yeah. Yeah. They just have a lot of questions. So I'm, I'm really glad for the comment that Tina left us yeah. and, and Tiffany and Tiffany and again, grace and giggles.co mm-hmm. is where Jen's going to probably start to share product stuff. Cause I'm going to help you do that. Mm-hmm. You can also, look up Izzy's journey in this past year. Mm-hmm. And I also want to shout out Susanna. Well, all the people that subscribed, but also oh, Susanna. Susanna. <laughs> yeah, she... Sus. Yeah, she paid and signed up for a one-year subscription. And I think that's kind of cool. I mean, because we, even before we were talking about, oh, let's do something, you know... Like a late night episode. Yeah, yeah. Where probably not on video, but setting up mics, maybe having a drink and just... Maybe getting a little more raw and unfiltered. <laughs> it always felt... Because it's funny, we, when we were doing YouTube and we were doing the coaching thing, we, we went a little too raw and unfiltered for, for YouTubes, for sure. That's true. Not to say that people didn't appreciate it and we didn't learn anything, but... Yeah, there were definitely moments where I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I don't want that living up there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think people are invested in us and they're willing to come and do that and share in the reality of parenting yeah. or no, life. I mean, there are some stuff that we talk about late night after yeah. some drinks. I'm like, oh my gosh, this needs to be a podcast. That's episode. true. And Brandon's like, yeah, like a Patreon because we're not putting this publicly. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's so funny is that most people that know you don't know you. I, I, I don't know. True. I've never gotten to mention this before. But even Brandon. Yeah, even me. <laughs> I only see Jen shine and just go ham on stuff when she's around her family. My okay. sister. Sorry. Her biological family. Oh. So like your sister especially, but oh, also Justin. Too. Yeah. That's true. Sometimes you're like just sharing stuff and it is such gold that I really wish people can see it. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we can see glimpses of it mm-hmm. in the... I don't know, soon to be what named. Do you, what do you mean specifically? Oh, I don't know. I guess like certain impersonations that I would be shy to do. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or Just I don't know, whatever. When you're able to share in an un- unadulterated oh, manner, yeah. it is... Yeah. Even it is, name calling, like things that you would never think would yeah. come out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Susanna, oh, we're going to have some stuff for you. <laughs> Since you're our one paid one, please let us know where you Thanks. want us to start. <laughs> Um, but I, I love this process and for those of you that are going to stick by us, we love you. If you have any questions about that, we want to go, you want us to go into further from this, the stories today, please leave it in the comment below. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in everyone. Love you so much. And thank you, Izzy, for sleeping through another episode, right? Like she, she knows always, or something. She knows something happens on Tuesdays. It's so good. Because usually she'd cry and then we're like, oh, we got to get her. But she, I was like, I trust that she will go back to sleep. Yeah. And yeah. she did it again. Yeah. So thank you, Jesus, for giving her peace. <laughs> so good. Anyway, thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.